0: Here we are episode 48 everybody uh here with producer Markel Emery just chilling getting it done late here it's almost midnight um started off started off the weekend pretty good got some free drugs wanted to talk about that Markel when was the last time in your life you even ever got free drugs
1: um I don't know ain't nothing free that's
0: that's all i know ain't nothing free i love how anytime markel gets on the podcast after midnight or slightly before midnight he just sounds like a old black grandpa ain't nothing free that's all i know anyway got some free shrooms they're gonna be the bomb haven't been able to do them yet because uh Cause uh, you know, hardworking guy that I am had to do a four hour shift today, decided not to take them the night before. Now that's a mistake that I've made many times in my life um, is taking psychedelics the night before you have to work in the morning. Jesus Christ, that is some wild shit. The type of sleep that you get on psychedelics, if you've never done them, if you get any sleep at all is it just feels gross. Like it feels like you are you're doing lines of sleep, if that makes any sense. You pretty much it's it's that state. If anybody who drinks knows this, if you get, if you get a little bit too drunk, it actually makes it harder to sleep. It, everybody thinks that, you know, you see it in television TV shows and movies, the guy who's like, he can't, he can't pass out, so he just gets hammered. And that works if you drink enough, but if you get on that that threshold between drunk and blacked out, like right in the middle of that it's it's pretty shitty but compared to doing something like acid and then and then trying to go to bed and then wake up for a shift
1: <laughs> oh hell no
0: me and my buddy put it uh he he actually said this but i was like damn that's that's an amazing point it, basically taking acid for the next after you come down for the next 8 hours you basically feel like you just left a middle school sleepover <laughs> It, it feels more like you you have to stay at that at that person's house for an entire another day, <laughs> and there's a weird shower situation going on. So like you saw their sister get out of there earlier, so you don't feel comfortable asking if you could take a shower. And you're a seventh grade boy, so you're already disgusting and you don't care. But that's what it feels like when you're when you're 16 hours into being a a, a minor living at your at your friend's home. That's what it feels like to come down off of LSD, and so. That being said, I do prefer it over mushrooms. Um, haven't, had, haven't had acid since about October. This is the first time I'll have mushrooms since February. February, February, however the fuck you say it. And uh, I'm pretty excited. When, when was the last time you even tripped, Markel? Do you still, do you still take mushrooms or acid?
1: Uh, no, I don't. But it's been so long, I can't even really remember, to be honest with you.
0: I think we might've tripped together once like we both took acid at the same time. We both, we've definitely seen each other take acid before. Um, you've seen me on, on the wildest combination of drugs, probably the craziest one that I've, I've ever done in front of you was the time on my 21st birthday that I took Xanax must've snorted 20 lines of Coke, a tab of acid and then like six beers. And I kept, I remember I kept tripping out so bad that I was in, uh, what the fuck is it called? Oz, from The Wizard of Oz. Right when you, yeah. right when they put the color, you've seen that movie, right? Yeah. Right when the color comes into it. Like, as a kid, that always, that like did something to my brain. Like it gave me a slight high. Whenever you okay, would see yeah. that first pink and blue come onto the screen after it's been brown. For, for 30 minutes and nobody can even explain to you why it's brown. It just seems like an annoyance because you're a child. Anyway, on my 21st birthday, that was pretty much the entire extent of it was sitting at that table, doing lines. And then just every, every 30 seconds, I would go back and forth between the wizard of Oz and Bubba's living room. And there's a very big difference between, between those two things. One of those two things is very real. The other one is a metaphor. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, shout out to Bub. I, I hope he's still alive. He definitely doesn't listen to this shit. <laughs> um, it's episode forty-eight, man. Forty-eight great United, forty-eight great uh, United States in this in this beautiful country of ours, and um, we're having a hell of a week. Uh, we we had the school shooting in. I still don't know how to pronounce it. Alvalda. Is that how you? probably not anyway i think we're at a point here i've talked about it on the show before i think we are at a point where we probably do need people with guns in the school what do you think about that
1: um yeah i agree i think they need to be trained though
0: Oh, we won't. Markel, Markel, I said in the United States, we're not going to we're not going to train people who are going to work on a school salary and uh, protect children. That's not how we do it. We don't even train police officers. I think they get uh, about two months and they send them out there. We we will uh, definitely have a black or brown child getting shot every once in a while. (laughs) <laughs> um, but that's the price you say to, it's the price you pay to, to save 19 white ones. And um, it's I, I guess I guess summer really couldn't come soon enough. It is pretty fucking bad. All jokes aside, uh, I read the article. It, you're really numb to it. You're reading you're reading about 19 children who were uh, all shot on footloose and fancy day. Uh, which is one of the, what, they're doing like a theme week. And I just keep thinking about that. Like a child has no con- really no concept of anything like that happening. And then the fact that all of the sudden this person walks in through an unlocked door and they barricade themselves inside of a classroom. What else is there to be done? I mean, I don't understand how we're at a point right now where that is possible. The fact that we're just giving uh, AR-15s to anybody who is 18 and doesn't and doesn't have anything more than a speeding ticket—it's fine. Here you go. Here you go, Bryce. Go do with that what you will. <laughs> I don't even know the fucking guy's name. I would—I refuse to say it. I think that uh, that's something that's changing in in the media as well. Is they really don't make it about the shooter anymore. They do make it more about the victims. Which, for once, for once, they get something right. Um, and I think they do that to to sort of take away the quote, unquote, glorification from other fucked up people in the world who just want their name read for doing something horrible. My point is, it's, it's very odd to me that we understand that this can happen. And the way that we value uh, children and families in this country, it's a good thing, right? But, you know, Arguably, maybe we should help out 23 year old uh, single kids living in apartments in Pittsburgh before we give people $10,000 dollars because they have children during a fake virus. Not the point of this argument. I'm saying if we really, when you have a children, uh, when, when you have a children, as one will do, uh, the biological change inside of you, that makes you like oh no i'll i'll kill i'll kill anybody that tries to hurt this child there's literally a, a scent i don't know what you call it it's like I i don't think pheromone is the right word but there's something that comes off of a like an infant they produce this smell that makes a mother super aggressive and a, a dad just like passive and more protective almost like the, you know i guess more on defense but the point is if you care about these children as much as i think we do how are we selling AR-15s to just anyone who wants one on their 18th birthday and leaving unlocked doors at schools? That doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense that we've been having this happen since the 90s, and there's been zero change. There's been zero change. Um, there's the, you know, it's, It really is incredible that you can go yeah. and just pick up a gun. It's I
1: find this weird too, that they increase the age on like buying cigarettes to 21, but they didn't increase like rifles or nothing.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a whole other can of worms. I think that's more apples to oranges. I That's like, you know, once you're 18, you should be allowed to do what you want. Okay. You, I don't think that you should have to go talk to anybody. If you want to go get a fucking cig at 18, they'll send you to go die in war in this country, or they'll let you get Filmed getting cummed on. Okay. But they're not going to let you have a cigarette. That's bullshit. That's oppressive. That's oppressive. This is completely different. Like other people's lives are affected by the fact that Arizona, like I, you know, I like having a gun. I have one. I don't have an AR 15. I got just a handgun that I keep at the house. But when I bought that, I got there and I didn't really understand what was going on because it doesn't make sense. I went to the Glendale gun show all right, with $500 in cash in my pocket and an ID, a picture of me on a laminated little thing that says, yeah, this is me. And all they made me do to get to leave there with the gun was sign a piece of paper that said I wasn't addicted to marijuana and that I didn't have any felonies. And if there's anybody, if anybody, if you've been listening to the show, this will hold up in court. Markel is the producer of this show. He's sort of like Alfred and I'm Batman. The, The next time I go to jail, you better unpublish every single one of these episodes. I swear to God. Um, Because because God forbid they're like, uh, yeah, he has an episode where he pretty much for 30 minutes straight talks about being addicted to marijuana and how everybody else should should change. Um, We're going to go ahead and play that. And it would just be, I'd be like, uh, I would look like Amber Heard in the in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case, just <laughs> crying, just crying and <laughs> lying for days at a time.
1: That's it better get
0: me. deleted, okay? Anyway, I walked in there and. It was a private gun show, right? Like half of it was retail sellers who like, I don't know, there's there's something more complicated where if you want to sell a certain amount or make a certain amount of money, you have to register as an organization that sells guns. Right. But or if you, you don't
1: privately owned.
0: yeah, yeah. Or you can just sell your guns privately. And that concept didn't make sense to me. So when I walked in there, I was like, oh, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's a background check. I have to wait around a couple hours down here and I'll, I'll get it. I got up there and they're like, oh, you're not from, you're not from Arizona. And I was like, I just moved here. I don't have an ID yet. They're like, well, can't sell you any of these ones. And I was like, shit. And the guy turns to his right to the other side and goes, but I got, I got these ones are mine. And I was like, what do you mean? And he basically told me, he's like, I could sell you anything I want. Um, It's a private sale. As long as I believe in good faith that you are, a non felon above the age of 21. I could, I could give you any one of these handguns here. And so I will get off of the topic here. It's just, it's extremely upsetting that it's, it's not going to change uh, because of the lobbying that the NRA does. And then half of our uh, senators and leaders and everybody just being like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's probably fine. What is it? 19? Ah, last one was 34. Hey, that's you know, if you look at it economically, that's an improvement. And it's it I don't think it's gonna change. Anyway, Markel, what do we got on the list? Give me a topic here.
1: Uh Arizona police dog bitten by a rattlesnake while practicing drug sniffing. Now,
0: see, Markel, I I don't like that you only read one headline here. Are you seeing the other side to the story to this to this uh to this news story have you have you seen the other arguments of what might have happened here
1: uh no i didn't do further research
0: so my problem with the police in this country is not that they that they do their job a lot there's a lot of good police officers that exist okay my biggest problem my biggest problem is that the bad ones get away with doing whatever they want there's no consequences for them they're never shamed You know, up until the last two years, then then we started we started looking at at the Twitter videos a little more. and We got the riots going. I'm talking about in, in throughout American history, like these people have gotten away with whatever they want. And now it's the dog. That dog I heard. I heard that that dog and that rattlesnake were actually dealing fentanyl that night. Dog accidentally forgot to wear, wear his little puppy mitts. You ever seen the cute ones where they go, they go, they actually stand on the tippy toes because dogs don't understand how gloves work and the cute Instagram videos. And it's the white couple go, oh, oh,
1: oh my
0: God. That's basically what happened here. But when the dog came back down, he stepped on a kilo of fentanyl and died instantly. His heart just exploded. Rattlesnakes are immune to uh, fentanyl. Markel, I don't know if you knew that.
1: Oh, because um, they're like anti venom or something. There's a all I'm saying is there's
0: a lot more going on here uh, in this story than I think really meets the eye. Uh, it's it's very it's very sad sad stuff when a little puppy gets bit by a rattlesnake. Oh, I'm pretty sure
1: to bounce off the I was gonna say uh, deputies find enough Fetty to kill fifty thousand people in Lake Lanyard. What do you know uh, about well,
0: that? I, I I do I do know about that. Um, I I wasn't done with my uh with my bit on the jo- uh, on the dog, but it's fine. It's you know it's fine. It, if you thought the bit wasn't going so well, it's fine. We can move on to that. Here's why I thought this story was just just very interesting because when it comes to something like fentanyl, it isn't a place right now where it's something you hear about some guy in your town doing and you knew him and he died, right? Like he got into opiates oh, opioids and and a year and a half later, you overdose on fentanyl. Very sad, right? This is becoming scary. Like, once it gets into white communities, that's when, that's when we have the American right to be alarmed. That's what we've been doing. So, that's what I'm going to go off of here. Okay? The average, uh, the average median income for a household in Lake Lanier, Gainesville, Florida is $107,000. I believe it's almost 108 Uh, The average, you know, in the United States is just about 65. So these are rich people. And we found enough to kill 50,000 people was there. And what I'm just terrified of is, is that true? I mean, how has this not happened yet? There's some disgusting, evil people in the world. Uh, One of them just shot 19 people in in a fourth grade classroom. How are we not experiencing the quote unquote mass overdose events that the DEA is talking about? If you have enough to do 50,000, 50, that's insane. Like, I really feel like uh, there's a lot of power to that. And the fact that we don't, we don't hear about it more, I wonder, I just wonder how true all these stories are, you know? I mean, 50,000. Yeah, that, that that literally, it's like having a small nuclear weapon. Um, it's pretty scary stuff. I I think that I may have done uh, fentanyl at least once in my life, and you could definitely tell. Like when your heart starts skipping a beat uh, for reasons other for reasons other than love, <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty scary, and it's only gotten crazier in the past two years since I've quit doing pills and stuff like that. So uh, definitely that's, that's a good this week in fentanyl. I think that's a pretty scary one. Once it starts to get into the rich because we got, God knows we don't care uh, what's happening in Chicago. I, I, I mean, you, you could say you care, it's fine, but what are you doing about it? And also no, it's not on the news. None of us are doing anything about it. So as soon as something like this, like if it was $50,000 worth of guns that was found in that house, I think people, they found weapons there too, but the main thing was the fentanyl. Um, I think people are still just sort of catching on to what it actually is. Um, I don't know. It's, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. But uh, what, what do we got next?
1: Uh, Hunter's Biden's laptop confirmed, not hacked.
0: Hunter's Biden's laptop Um so this was confirmed. This was from the Washingtonville Post that I read this. Uh, one thing I hate about, about the right, and you know me, ever since 2020 happened, and I, you really got to see both sides are absolutely have, have no sense. So it makes no sense to be on either side. The one thing that does piss me off about the right is they will take any headline and just, they'll just blurt nothing. This was a six paragraph article that I I had to try and read through and try and figure out. And once I got to the end of it, I found out some guy, some unknown guy confirmed that there was that it would be impossible uh, for anyone to have uploaded anything else onto there or that it was hacked or anything because he looked at the laptop physically himself. Hunter Biden also confirmed that uh, he's like, yeah, it probably is mine. It's probably mine. Which is what you—that's what you say when you're caught. It's probably mine. What? What? There's something you're saying. There's something on there. I play League of Legends on that shit. That, there's nothing on there. You might see, hey man, you might see a you might see a dick pic or, or, or something like that. But I'm comfortable in my body. You do what you want. Different folks, different strokes. Am I right, guys? Like that's that's what I would be saying if I didn't want uh, my laptop to be looked at because I had been doing shady deals with the Ukraine. Which? What? What is the shady deal with the Ukraine? Are we are we talking about money? They all do it. Every single... Pr- hey, hey, think of a politician. They're doing it somehow. They're getting They're getting shady money somehow. Um, I, I don't know. The, my point is, I read through the entire article. That was basically all they'd found is that some guy who looked at it, that's an expert, claims that nothing could have been put on there and that Hunter Biden is saying, uh, yeah, it's, it's probably mine. So we still don't know what's on there. All of it is guesses um another thing that i found interesting about that is the fact that you know joe biden is the president the democrats are in power be terrible for them if something bad came out on that laptop so i wonder if anything was was done to uh to cover that up we'll never we may never know we might know tomorrow we may never know all i know for sure is that we'll care for 24 hours no matter what's on that laptop and then (laughs) everyone will move on so i don't know I don't know why we, I don't even know why I do a podcast. None of it matters. None of, none, none of any of this stuff matters. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I, I guess that's, that's really all I have to say on that. Markel, what you, you're a big Hunter Biden guy. What are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I don't really have much to say about it. Like just like you said, none of it matters, bro.
0: That's your cool. That's cool, bro. I know. I know that's your boy. And if you don't want to talk on that, you don't have to. What's uh? What do we got next?
1: Well, what's your opinion on Warren Buffett giving tips on living frugally? Well, let's
0: let's uh, let's um. Before we get into that, yeah, the. Mm, y- yeah, so we were gonna do Markel, We were gonna do. Remember, we were gonna do uh, the cost of living, and then we were gonna take Warren Buffett's tips on living frugally, and it was gonna be funny because people can't afford baby formula, but a billionaire is telling them how they could save money. Like, did you did you did you put that part together?
1: I didn't know that we were going in chronological order, sir.
0: <laughs> All right. Any anyway, let's uh, let's pick something else. What else do you got?
1: Okay. Oh. Uh... What's, what do you think the average cost of living in America is?
0: We already said it, uh, but, uh, go ahead with what you're going to do here, man. What what was it? 67,000 for the, uh, median household income.
1: Oh shit. I found different numbers somewhere else, but you said that was off the census bureau.
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, man. Anyway, what else you got?
1: Um... Do, 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 do. Charlie De, DeMilo turns 18 last week.
0: All right. You know now, now, this is why I'm getting pissed here because, we, you know, we just, we just butchered three topics in a row, and then you go Chirby DeBibio. You, you said Chirby DeBibio just turned 18 this week. What are your thoughts on that? Do you know who this girl is, Marcola? Because you told me you didn't before, and it made me a little bit upset. When when Brit- this would be like if you didn't know who Britney Spears was when she was in that music video in the schoolgirl outfit when she was 16 and every grown man in the United States was jerking off to her. You basically just told me you didn't know Britney Spears in 2004. and You should be ashamed of it. Um, she is probably, I would say, one of the biggest celebrities in America. If you account the opinion of uh, children or anyone ages 18 to 24. The fact that you didn't know her is, is, is amazing. It's incredible. My point is um, she turned 18 this week, and uh, not going to lie, not going to lie. I um, uh, man, I, might have been uh, watching those TikTok videos a little bit, all right? Now, I understand. I understand that that's not great because she was 17, uh, like, weeks ago. Markel, I want you to pull up a picture of Charlie D'Amelio on your phone while I'm talking about this. Go ahead and just let me know when you're done with that. My point is, it's my right as an American. Once we turn uh, just a random, you know, they're a person, and we turn them into an underage sex symbol that we put on every single TV show, magazine, and then have them shake their ass on, you know, every single platform in the entire United States, it's my right. It's my right to think that that girl is hot. And that's, I'm just, what I'm saying is I'm very happy. You can hear how nervous I am in my voice. I'm very happy that I can finally say, yes, I did jerk (laughs) off to Charlie D'Amelio today. And yes, I'm okay with that.
1: (laughs) Congratulations.
0: Thank you. All right, everybody. That's enough. All right. Did you look up the picture? I did. You're not feeling too good about yourself, are you right now?
1: I mean you said she's 18, right? Uh
0: I want you to I go ahead. <laughs> I want I want you to go ahead and click whatever link you're looking at from that picture. Just go ahead and open it. Okay. Now what's the date on that on that article or whatever you're
1: looking at? I'm just kidding. I'm not in the picture anymore.
0: Anyway, the point is the chances of it being taken in the last uh, 10 days or so, pretty rare. So you just got erect to a 17-year-old on the show. Congratulations, man. That's good stuff. Uh, What else do we got?
1: You got me. Uh, Antonio Brown retires from the NFL.
0: Here's a good one. This This is sad. We're doing. A, this is another. This is happy stories part two. That's what. That's what we should call this episode. I don't know if you remember that one. I was trying to just go through all the news stories, which is what we've been doing lately. And it's been all dark this week. There's really no making this funny, uh, aside from the fact that the guy's a millionaire. But then again, half these dudes end up either beating their wives, threatening their children, or shooting themselves in the chest. So it is definitely sad. And Antonio Brown uh, basically just called it quits on the NFL. If you don't know Antonio Brown, don't watch football, which is fine. But he has been in the top 10 wide receivers pretty much every year that he's played since he got into the league. Started off with the Steelers, went to the Raiders, and then finished up with the Bucs, who didn't want to take him. Tom Brady demanded it. He was like, no, man, this guy, I I can I can help him out. I got a billion dollars at my disposal. I will make sure that this guy figures it out and plays football. After they win the Super Bowl, where Antonio Brown did catch a touchdown, uh, like a really clutch one as well, pretty good catch. Uh, he, I can't remember what game it was. It was towards the middle or towards the middle end of the season. Antonio Brown gets in an argument with one of the uh, – With one of the offensive coordinators strips off all of his gear just throws it flips off the fans and walks into the locker room nobody would would do that if their brain wasn't extremely damaged and he is known as one of those guys who put it all out there he would go up and get the ball and just get crushed right it's an extremely talented wide receiver and when you see a guy that could be making like he's, he's leaving millions of dollars on the table just because he's finally at a point where enough people in his life have gone. Yeah, man, that you've already taken enough hits to regret doing something the next day. It's it's what I imagine it's like to be hammered with all of your motor skills still available. Um, you know, when you wake up the next day and you're like, Oh, Man, I can't believe I did that. Like something really bad. I'm trying to think of, of the last real bad thing I did on alcohol. I don't know. Probably, you know, probably something stupid, just like something dangerous. I can't think of anything in particular right now for legal reasons. When, probably. When you
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, and basically you don't. I don't think you really black out. Uh, in his case, you know, it doesn't seem like he blacks out, but he just. Loses control of his emotions, uh, something that did not really happen to him up until about three years ago, after he took one of the hardest hits ever recorded in the NFL from Vontez Burfix in a divisional game against the uh, the Browns. But um, basically, I I I'm at a crossroads here because we are kind of watching guys destroy their brain. And it's also my favorite thing to watch. So I don't really know where we go from there. I don't want to watch football with no pads.
1: Play I also
0: – you, you ever heard of the Legion of Boom? No. The Legion of Boom, we might have even talked about this last episode. They were the four – arguably four of the greatest uh, Seattle Seahawks defensive players in history. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to look up the story to see who it was. But basically, these guys won a Super Bowl. Like They were one of the best defenses of all time, and they won a Super Bowl uh, with these four guys. One of them just went on the run. The FBI is looking for him because he sent a text to one of his friends saying that he hopes that his wife and children drive off of a cliff that is very specific and then he ran away from the law so you got to think uh you got to think that there's probably a few different things going on with the whole bashing your bashing your head in um is it i think it's brandon browner i may i thought i had that wrong i thought i had i thought it was somebody else but it looks like it was brandon browner um as well as another really famous guy from another well-known guy from that uh, era who was in the Legion of Boom, Richard Sherman just got caught like breaking into somebody's house. So just to wrap it up, I don't want to stay on the topic too much longer. I don't know what we're going to do. I think it's probably just going to keep going. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. These guys get stronger and faster every year. They figure out ways to hit harder and get bigger, you know, by the day. And you can't, you can't work out your skull. Right. And it's not even, you don't even, that's, that's not even really what, how it works. Like you can't work out the structure of your brain. It's mush, it's all water. And when you hit your head against something, whether you're wearing a helmet or not, your brain smashes into the side of your skull. So now, I mean, you know, I'm just explaining this for anybody who doesn't really, hasn't looked into the CTE thing too much. That, when you're doing that every uh, five minutes for, you know, on average, every five minutes for three hours at a time, it's going to fuck you up. Anyway, let's let's move on. What's, what's another topic we got here?
1: Let's see. Zelensky reports... Barbaric strikes as Putin removes the age limit.
0: Yeah, that I mean, honestly, I didn't even know there was an age limit for Russia. <laughs> I just, if you told me they were they were sending seventeen-year-old, uh, sixteen-year-olds out there, just getting blown up, I believe it. The guy's evil. Uh, the fact that what did they have to be? What was the age restriction? Do you know?
1: I think it was eighteen.
0: Eighteen Could sounds about right. I think that. I think that this is just turning into it's it's just turning into the 24-hour news cycle the, the thing again. I, th- nobody's going to give a fuck until something wild happens and right now it seems like they're at a stalemate just going back and forth. Um, all all I really know is that Putin's not going to give up. I don't think he I think he would pretty much rather take some pretty heavy hits and I don't think that the Ukraine can really win. Just based on the uh, economic situation and resources. Look at me talking like I I, I know what I'm talking about. Last episode, I, I was uh, I was buzzing. So definitely, you, you get a few you get a few drinks in me, and I'll just start going. Now, here's the thing you don't understand about nuclear war. Here's the thing you don't really get about nuclear war. <laughs> All I need is 23 or like you know, 27, 30. That whole world's done. You, know about nuclear, you don't know about nuclear winter. You don't know about nuclear winter. That's what's going to happen if you don't support Ukraine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dumb. Pretty dumb to think that we any of us know what's actually going on anywhere. Marco, sure. uh, do you, do you, are you thinking about getting involved? I think that you were telling me uh, the other day you're thinking about going down there, handling things yourself. You're getting tired of this crap.
1: Um you know I thought about it but you know it's not my battle to fight but hey if they start attacking America I might sign up
0: Yeah would you But you sound like you sound like you just woke up and you're 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 a 16-year-old girl with your friend getting a coffee from mcdonald's before school and you're just talking about your friend like it's not you know it's just not really and i had to tell her like it's not really my battle to fight and so like if she comes at me like maybe but like for now I'm just i'm just like not really you know uh let's take a pause here and we will get back into it because we are almost out of our limited zoom time blame blame the producer folks he I, he should be paying for this And we're back, folks. We're back. We need to get some sort of elevator music transition in between the 40 minute <laughs> mark. Um, this week, uh, I finished Breaking Bad again. And that was, it was a real treat. Still the best show of all time. And it's one of those things where if you're this level of autistic, when you like a show and you watch it obsessively, you binge it, like you, you just like your life. <laughs> You just start to see the show in your life and stuff like that. And I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Dude, Lakeville really—I mean, it really is just the White Breaking Bad. It's it, all the all the shit that happens in Breaking Bad. The level of the drama related to that shit—it's just none of the consequences. Like, it's still, you know, you'll be you'll be walking like there's this scene, right? Spoiler alert." <laughs> <laughs> See, that would be the elevator music. Spoiler But there's this scene and Jesse, he's the, one of the main characters. He relapses on meth because his girlfriend's uh, son gets shot by these uh, dealers in, in the neighborhood. So he goes down there and he's like about to go try and pop both of them. And he's just tweaked out of his mind walking up to them and they see him coming a mile away. So they start to like pull out their guns and shit. And I forget how he found out, but the other main character, his partner, Walter White, finds out that this is happening and he just shoo, runs him over with a fucking car. And he, <laughs> he gets out and he's, he goes up to Jesse, he goes, run. And then the episode ends, you know? Like it, we have all the same level of shit. Like you'll be walking up to somebody's fucking car and they'll stop you. Somebody, your friend will just rush up to you in a, in a car and stop you and be like, Kyle's mom is home. And you just you're you're all the blood drains from your body because Kyle's mom she's a crazy bitch, not Kyle Sattler's mom and not the other Kyles or any of that. It's just a it's just a fun white guy name for the joke, but Kyle's mom will freak out and call the police on you because she thinks you deal fentanyl. So you just have to get the fuck out of it. It's the same level of intensity <laughs> when you haven't experienced anything in real life. Uh, it's a funny joke. Uh, Breaking Bad equals White Lakeville. I think I finished it in record time. I was just binging it, and I was skipping over boring parts of it that I had already seen, or you know, parts where I knew that I didn't really need to watch them. That's that's the biggest. Uh, if I could have one criticism about Vince Gilligan, it's like, dude, there's way too much filler in the Better Call Saul and. Breaking Bad, which he probably, he makes millions of dollars an episode, of course you're going to do a couple of filler episodes, but I also, I don't need to watch Saul Goodman stack 40 cell phones, um, while Mexican music plays and he just looks stressed out, I don't need that for, I swear to God, there was a, there was a scene, I counted 10 minutes and 26 seconds, him organizing a, a cell phone store, it's like, guys, is that necessary for the story? Did we do we want just like a couple extra commercials in there, guys? Anyway, uh Call saw six episodes left. I'm very excited. Wild as shit. Bro, the wildest shit just happened at the end of the last one. Markel doesn't care. He's tuned out at this point. But if you
1: knew you'd no, know. no way, bro. Like I would want you to tell me, but I don't want you to spoil it.
0: Yeah, yeah, because you'll watch it someday. Uh, instead of Sunday. instead of Nelk pranks or reaction videos to uh, quick trip robberies. That's what you find as entertaining. Not good for the stereotype, Whoa. Markel. Not good for the stereotype. What's the next topic?
1: What's the average cost of living in America? What do you think?
0: Hmm. So we did go over this. I don't want to cheat here and have the audience think that I'm just like tim dillon because i am like tim dillon in the sense where i'm always hilarious but i don't have the facts on everything so i know that we just went over it the average the average cost of living is is what about uh for a family isn't it like three thousand dollars a month if you have one kid
1: Uh no it's actually that's for one person shit jesus Christ. thirty two (laughs) hundred dollars so now i'm going over that in my head
0: I'm going over that in my head and i don't i don't know like who is making that much and where are these people <laughs> like everybody like i think this is uh this is a very generational problem i don't i don't know anybody that makes that much money uh where, where you've got um you know 36 000 to just go spend on on stuff and then still have everything else but um like literally i i don't even pay attention to the cost of living shit i just i just go by the day i was making at my last job forty one thousand dollars you want to tell me that it's it's uh 30 whatever the fuck when you do the thirty eight thousand i
1: think a year
0: 38 a year so basically that means i have three thousand dollars spent on myself no (laughs) i'm an i'm an american okay it took me a second but i just put all this together in my head and I'm an American, all right? So I'm allowed to have uh, up to 90000 in debt. That's the current average in this country. And you know what? If I can't get on the rent, if you know what? If I don't got enough for the rent this month, it doesn't matter. Buddy, buddy, my credit, my credit score is above 585. I'll get a loan. Oh, and it'll tear the rest <laughs> of my life up. Trust me. Oh, it's going to eat me up for the next four years, probably probably some sort of weird stipulation in the contract that no one understands um but i would you know you you you'll get the money you get the money out here um if you that's what i think pretty much <laughs> our entire generation is going to be is just our us borrowing money to try and keep up with uh the cost of rent because it is fucked up um i just thought the other day like I hate having to rent shit, right? Like it's, it's, it's awful, it's, it sucks. Having to hand somebody that you don't know that is annoyed to see you $1,200 every month is awful. But at the same time, uh, can you imagine if you were broke and you owned a house and your air conditioning went out? Like what would you even do? Fix it yourself? Fix it yourself,
1: I, I guess. <laughs> Start watching some YouTube videos. Oh, friend. Boy. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> you, do you have any friends like that where you're like, oh, how'd you learn how to do that? And like, oh, I just watched a YouTube video. Hey, fuck well, you, you, got, you, pal.
1: There's people like learning full languages and stuff on YouTube nowadays. Like you I get too frustrated.
0: I get too frustrated because it's always a guy doing a, a slightly long too long introduction and don't forget to like the video subscribe and you should check out my other videos on the channel as well and that's what their voice always sounds like it always sounds like they're trying to be quiet or they are they don't have the ability to enunciate or anything so on today's video we're going to be uh basically we're just going to be talking about how to uh upload a file from GarageBand now <laughs> It's actually kind of funny. I did talk about in my <laughs> other videos. And it's like, hey, man. Oh, I want to stick a gun in my mouth right now. How about I just don't do the podcast? I thought about that. There was a video I was watching that was so bad and so boring about how to convert audio from GarageBand onto Google or whatever the fuck that I thought about quitting the podcast. <laughs> I was like, I, you know what? I've already, I've done an episode. It was tough. I got through that episode. I don't think I can do this every single fucking time. And I do. I do because I, you know, I'm an artist and I'm a hard worker and um, yeah, that's about it. Anyway, got a little off topic there. What was the, what was the job you wanted to tell me about and uh, how much do you make an hour at that
1: job? Oh, so, you know, I said the average cost of living is like $3,200. And let's just say you know you're desperate desperate for a job and you had the opportunity to work at Amazon being an Amazon picker working in an Amazon warehouse making eighteen dollars an hour. So if you do the math, do 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 that's like twenty nine hundred dollars before taxes. So you wouldn't even afford to be able to live. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't, I don't know. You know, I just think it's pretty ridiculous how lazy everybody's getting here. Did we not just hear the story before where Vladimir Putin, he removed the age restrictions. All right. I'm so goddamn sick of these 16, 17 year olds sit around, do do nothing, do nothing but fucking smoke weed, mow a couple lawns for some beer money and then go off to college, do the same thing for four years. Sickening. All right. There's two, there's two major, you could go join the Ukraine. You could go join, you could go join Russia right now, right now. You think they won't pay you to come over there. You bring a couple of secrets with you. You you bring a couple of secrets with you. You Stop by that uh, repair shop, grab that laptop. God knows they'll give it to anybody they wouldn't even name the fucking dude that proved all the stuff was uh, was not hacked on there my point is if you got a family you're not making you're not making enough maybe it's time maybe it's good time to go talk to putin you don't want to talk to putin that's fine you don't like him it's fine you go talk to zelensky
1: i'm i'm getting sick of the laziness
0: I have a job interview uh, where I would be making, uh, if I get the job, I will be making a decent amount of money, enough money to where based on what we just heard, I could, I could live comfortably. It's very stressful to think about that. Uh, I don't own anything. I don't have any assets. I have a phone bill and rent. Don't have any kids. I don't even have a fucking dog and I'm stressed out. We're having baby formula shortages in this country. The goddamn president can't even get through uh, the sentence without trying to defend inflation when he's talking about how uh, people are going to feed their babies. And I'm stressed out. I can't imagine having a child. I just can't even imagine it, how awful it would be to, if you were working at Amazon and now all of a sudden you got to... Your kid wants to do anything. God forbid something expensive. You'd have to work two
1: jobs. (laughs) You'd have to put in like 80 hours there.
0: Well, that's also another thing. Is like, I'm pretty sure that's why people are having children. I can't really see any benefit to it in my eyes. And I think (laughs) that that dual income, especially when there's another life involved, probably forces you to stay together. And then you could afford the house. You could afford to fix the air conditioning. And you can right. afford not to live next to uh, meth heads and shit like that, you know? <laughs> but think about like being like a single mom living in a place like like where I'm at. That'd be pretty tough. You can't even, you got to get to work. You have to have the baby here all day. I can't imagine having somebody I care about under the age of 18 hanging out here all day. <laughs> I just, every uh, every few hours you, you do hear a scream, and whether that's related to somebody being high or domestically abused, you really don't get to find out unless you go look into it, which I don't recommend. I just wouldn't feel comfortable with it. I think that when you really break it down, uh, I've been so critical of people And I'm still, I'm not taking this back. I'm very critical of people who have the money to move and they stay in a place like Minnesota because you could afford to live somewhere in the Southwest or anywhere that just isn't that cold. Or you you could move out of Pennsylvania and move somewhere that's not that shitty, right? And they just don't do it because uh, I like fishing. Wait a minute, (laughs) I like fishing. Where am I going to fish? They ain't got no water, Everybody's out there smoking marijuana and sucking trans cock. I don't want to go to no Arizona. And it's just, um, I don't understand those people who are singles in their twenties, but I I definitely get it when it's like, you know, I used to get on my cousin for not wanting to come out here. He's got two little kids and he's already got to work so much to uh, keep up with everything that's going on where he lives uh phoenix is so fucked it's so fucked the the price of everything out here i was just at a luxury apartment complex the other day and i happened to glance at a lot of them if you're at a place where they have a lap screen uh a a lap screen a fucking flat screen that is also like you could you could use the the touch screen on it God, oh, that was, I, I think I just had a minor stroke there. That's a huge problem I have. <laughs> Anytime I start stuttering, it just keeps going. But if you're seeing one of those and you're under the age of 30 or, uh, or you're not doing shady business deals in the Ukraine, you probably can't afford to live there. I happened to glance at the screen and saw it's two grand for a studio. And granted, it's one of the nicest places uh, in Phoenix, but God damn. I can't imagine, uh, I could barely pay my rent right now. It's like 1,200 with utilities. But, but then you do see the girls that live there. And granted, they are the worst people in, pretty much in the entire world. And so are the guys. Like the people that just live there, if you have a million dollars and you're 30, chances are you're probably a douche. Um, but when, when you are there and you're the doorman, making the same amount as as an amazon picker or whatever the fuck and you just see some fat hairy fuck walk through the lobby drenched in pool water with two girls that look like look like they uh you know were sold here by by a russian criminal it does it gets a little bit upsetting in that sense but at least i get to look at it that way at least i'm not uh at least I'm, I'm hungry for, for 25 year old chicks that don't pay their rent instead of baby formula. It's definitely a difference there. A tale of two economic situations, my friend. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, do you, hey, do you wanna add anything?
1: Um, no, not really.
0: All right. Um, I think we're probably gonna gonna wrap this one up here. Did you? Was there any other topics that we missed?
1: No, we got them all. Hitting all right. That was
0: park. that was a painful one. Hopefully, uh, we'll get another one done this week and uh, come up with some with some better topics. I think the these ones were pretty sad. These ones were all a little bit sad, from dead kids to brash, bash brains to. <laughs> me being a doorman to not being able to feed babies it all you know it's no good anyway that was episode 48 thanks for Markel uh thanks Markel for being on the episode and we will see you next week